Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Yep, no editing on this whatsoever because it's already a day late. And a, a dollar, dollar short. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, happy Halloween. Fright night. What? That's at Great America or at um, Six Flags, huh? I don't know. Fright night. That that's what it's called. But I've never um, been. We used to. I always say Great America because in Chicago, Six Flags is Great America. Oh, I've never been to really any of those things. You've never been to a Six Flags? No, nope. I went to like Sea World when I was like a little kid. Oh, little sorry baby. for you. That's terrible. I went as an adult too when I was out in San Diego, but. Ugh, why? I don't know. We were we were leaving. We were rented a beach house and we were leaving there, and there was like a family that was leaving, and we were we were talking about Sea World, and the guy was like, "Hey, he's all we're leaving right now. We got tickets for the rest of the week." Hmm. So he's like, here you go. We're like, eh, let's go check it out. It was mainly, mainly hanging out at the beer gardens. Mm, that sounds, that's on brand for you and Michael. And Michael got like, it's like the biggest skill claw I've ever seen. It was like a, a human size, like a life size, like monkey. You know what I mean? Gigantic. Wow. I do know what you mean. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And he pulled it out of there. And then there's this little kid right there. And he was old dad, that's amazing. And Michael gave it to him. And that's Mike, right. Mike was like, here you go, kid. Sorry, I killed your punchline there. That's right. I've heard that story, though. And we were, you know, watching Shamu or whatever and sitting up. Like, we sat way far back. But it doesn't matter. You're going to get hit with water, right? Mm-hmm. But we were sitting there, and it literally was just like a wall of water. But it stopped. Like, it hit, like, I thought I didn't even notice that it hit Mike. But I was like, I got sprinkled on. This is bullshit. <laughs> and I look over at Mike, and he's soaking fucking oh, wet. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, SeaWorld is super problematic. Yeah, I know. I wouldn't go there again. Okay, good. That's all I wanted but to hear. The best part about it is like all day, you know, it's like San Diego. So it's not like here where you get wet and it dries out in like 12 seconds in the summertime. Right. We were there for like hours and I was all, how is it like walking around in wet jeans? <laughs> not comfortable. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm not editing out any of your likes. Fine. No, no, I give Mark a hard time that he says like all the time. And usually in the actual episodes, I edit them out. So the episode that will be out shortly after this bonus episode will be out. I've edited out probably 40 likes. No, None of those maybe were... not that many. But yeah, come on. Anyways, um, so we wanted to do, well, I wanted to do a little bonus Halloween bonus episode. And we have, I do have some Halloween movie trivia. Not Ooh. from the movie Halloween, just like Halloween movies in general. Okay. I'm down for that. And then I just have a bunch of other little random topics to talk about. So <laughs> the lookup list, uh, I guess I should explain, we're not going to be doing questions from the Napa Valley murder episode on this lookup list. We're just going to do all the questions on next week's bonus lookup list from the Napa Valley Um episode since part one came out last week part two today you know you're looking Whoa. at me confused no I'm okay fine. 
you know what we're doing for Halloween? It's my least favorite thing that's happened. It's my least favorite Halloween ever. I keep giving Mark a hard time because Halloween, as any listener knows, is my favorite holiday. And so we, much fun. We didn't do a lot of the Halloween type stuff like haunted houses and corn maze and pumpkin picking and all that this year because we're taking this wonderful vacation in a week and a half and it seemed like a, you know, a waste of money to be spending money on haunted houses. Um, which I accept and understand completely. However, it is now Halloween day, the 31st of October. And you know what is happening in this household this evening? We're going to watch the World Series go D-backs. Yeah. Hey, in my defense, I don't watch a lot of sports. And also the Diamondbacks haven't been to a World Series since 2001. Yes. In all of the time that we've been dating... I've never seen you watch sports ever. And um, now, since the Diamondbacks made it into the World Series, I feel like you're a real sports person, and I'm not a fan of it. It's go time. I don't I'm enjoy pumped. it. I, the only sport that I'm willing to watch, not willing, but the only sport that I actually enjoy watching is basketball. You know, if there's baseball or football on, fine, as long as I have something else to do, like a book to read or a coloring book to call like I can't sit here and stare at the TV if it's baseball or football on because my brain will just slowly start to melt out of my ear. I love baseball. I think it's the best sport I ever. Know, I know you do. Uh, you know what? You know what the only kind of baseball I like is the Savannah Bananas. That's right. <laughs> and the party animals. <laughs> yes, that's right. There. I don't know if I had never heard of these, but apparently they've been around for a few years. The Savannah Bananas and the Party Animals. It's kind of like the Harlem Globetrotters of baseball, as I've heard them described. It's They actually play baseball. A lot of them are pro baseball players or almost pro baseball Mainly players. Mainly like AAA guys. Yeah. And, they, and so they're really playing baseball, but there's fun music. They break out into random dances, a lot of TikTok-y dances. Um, there's just all kinds of tricks and funny things and... Uh, Look it up on YouTube or on TikTok, Savannah Bananas. Um, I am a huge fan, and that's the only way that I really want to watch baseball is with a bunch of, like, cute dudes dancing around. <laughs> well, I don't really prefer that kind of baseball, so. I know. But you could suffer through it because I sat here when you're on the couch and you watched, like, 20 episodes of the the, the, sh- the Savannah the, Bananas documentary. That's uh, right. I'm asking for, like, one game. Yeah, but one, one baseball game is, like, Five hours. We watched maybe two hours of the it's bananas. Not five hours all the time. Generally right. about three. Well, I'm going to sit here and f- wrap up the editing for the episode that was supposed to be out this morning, which I'm sure all of our listeners are so annoyed with me. I've been a little um, inconsistent, 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 inconsistent with the bonus episodes being out on Mondays and the actual episodes being out Tuesday mornings. My goal is to have them out Tuesday at 4 a.m slacker no well i've been putting my workouts my over abundance of workouts over over my over some of that podcast i have i'll be totally honest i've been working my big butt off literally girl i know i don't got it though i'm gonna i'm gonna document my journey on instagram later because 
I'm struggling and maybe in the nurse today at this place, the beauty and health by Liz that I go to or health and beauty by Liz. Um, one of the nurses was like, you should share your story and that like you're trying so hard, but I'm not, I haven't really lost weight in the past two weeks. I don't know why I've cut out alcohol. I've cut out baseball (laughs) anyways but she was like your your struggle might help somebody else feel better about their own struggle and she was like so you should share it so i'm gonna share bits and pieces i'm not comfortable you know i i admire those people who like get up on tiktok and stand there in their bra and underwear and like put their weight up there and they show every angle of their body as a before and then show their progress along the way i would not be comfortable with that Let's get into some trivia. No, we're not getting into trivia. This is oh, just I a thought... bonus episode. It's just a chit chat. Oh, I thought we were having some sort of. I do sense. have some Halloween movie trivia. That's what I said. No, I want to talk about a few other things first. Okay, well, you're the boss. Matthew Perry died. Yes, he did. Very sad. Jenna was in mourning all weekend. Yes, she was. Yeah, I... she's a big. She's the biggest Friends fan that I know. Janandler Bong. Yeah. Oh, do you want to say you're super kind of funny, but slightly inappropriate comment that you made? Jenna thought it was really funny. Well, when we, she like. When Jackie came in, my friend Jackie was here this weekend and Jenna texted me and said, and said Chandler died. And so I looked it up and. Um, and Jackie busted in the room. She's like, did you hear Chandler died? Right. And what did you say? I said he couldn't be any more dead. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of funny and kind of also inappropriate, but we're Thanks. gonna we're gonna let it slide. Sorry, Matthew. Um, do you know that yes. Eminem Eminem is now selling official spaghetti sauce called Mom's Spaghetti? Really? Do you know why? Because his mom made spaghetti. No, the lyrics from the song "Lose Yourself." You know, he says like, "Oh, mom's spaghetti." Yeah, mom's okay. spaghetti, and now he's actually made a spaghetti brand called Mom's Spaghetti on the label that he is selling. I wonder if it's any good. I mean, obviously, he's not making it. It's like clearly ragu or some shit. And clearly, he's just slapping thirteen dollars for a twenty-five ounce jar. Well, that's. I would never buy that because I know it's not that good. It's not as good as Rayo's. Anybody who and it's wants. It's not as good as the homemade stuff that we make. Well, right. I mean, homemade sauce is number one. But if anybody out there, and like I, we, me and Jenna come from an Italian family where sauce is very important and it was always homemade. But if you are ever in a pinch and need jar sauce, which everybody does sometimes, including me, Rayo's is absolutely hands down the best jarred sauce you can get. I fully believe it's that. pretty yummy. This is not sponsored by Reyes. Uh, or mamas. Moms. Well, whatever. Moms. Mams. Do you know your childhood phone number? Can you still remember your childhood house phone, house phone number? 520-293-5463. It doesn't exist anymore. Wow. Yeah, it was literally our phone number until my parents moved out to Marana. Right. So over like six years ago, they right. always had the landline. They kept that number forever. And wow. then finally when they moved, they're like, we don't really need a landline anymore. I think I remember ours in Chicago. I, I can't remember if it was eight, four, I think it was eight, four, seven, two, nine, five, nine, two, oh, six. It's like, it's so weird how those things are ingrained. Cause I don't even know, have your phone well, number memorized. Well, because like back then you had to remember the phone I know, number. You know? I know. I mean, I get it. I get it. But do you think that that makes us, um, our brains less, 
able to retain information today because we don't have to. You know, you don't have to remember anything because it's always in your phone. Even when I we sat can, down. I think it can hurt sometimes. Yeah, I think it hurt. I think it does hurt. When you, when you rely on it all the time. Like I said, like, I think. Like Michael's phone number, my buddy Craig's phone number. You have those memorized? Yeah. Wow. I only have my dad's phone number memorized. I don't know why I have Mike's things because it was just like a simple, it's like a very simple number. But Craig, the reason I totally remember his number is because he he made a t-shirt, you know, just like a custom shirt that said, you know, for a good time call. And he put his actual phone number on the back. (laughs) So we go out to the bar, but it was was so funny because it... Like, that's brave. He, ne- there was like never a chick who called it. Cause like everybody was like, you'd look at it and be like, maybe that is his phone number. So people would like test it out and they always be like dudes being like, Oh, hey, you want to go up to the bathroom? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like shit like that. Like and finally he was like, ah, this might be a bad idea. Cause yeah. I always realized phone number. Didn't pan out the way he hoped. Can I tell another story about a phone number? Sure. So me and Michael, when we were roommates, this is probably like Oh six, Oh seven. Mm-hmm. Ah, we were bored, and so we got some of the, you know, like the plastic, like, like I'm trying to think what you call it, a poster board, but they're plastic, you know, like signs and stuff. Oh, like a whiteboard? Dry erase? No, not like dry erase. It's it's like the plastic ones that you'd see, like, I'm trying to think of the signage. Like, we use them in construction and everything like that. You see them hanging. Okay, fine. Anyways, we got some of that material, and we wrote, like, you know, si habla espanol, you know, we speak Spanish and put free, <laughs> free pitbull puppies, you know what I mean? I already don't like this story. So we said free pitbull puppies, we're like, they're great. And then for some reason we wrote like free DVDs on it and, and like put like, pe- it's like gratis and pero, you know, like free wow. dog. And so we went down to the south side, I think we hung up like two or three of them. And we like, Why? I use like washers and big nails, like I got them to like the telephone poles. Because, you know, Southside, Tucson, Pipples. Like yeah, I understand, like no, I understand the correlation. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm failing to understand why you would do this. Because it was funny. Let me explain something to you. Oh, so the first time we did it, there was like, there was this dude named Ryan Gao. And it was one of Craig's buddies. And we're like, let's just jam him up. And he had like a New York phone number. But we put it on there. And we we're like laughing. And we we're expecting to hear something from him like, I, I saw him like we put him up and it was a week a week later and like nothing so we're kind of, I guess nothing happened Doesn't nobody make called sense. it okay so, so, you didn't so put, hold it wait, wait, hold on hold wait, it. let wait, me explain no, wait, I want to finish my story okay but let me make this clear for people you didn't put your number or Michael's number no we put you put somebody's somebody friend else, yeah okay now see you, you like buried the lead there that's funny well I was getting to it okay go so anyways, we put it on there, not really in response. So I was going to call it and see, you know, if he answered or whatever. I call it from like a payphone, And it was, it's all, hi, this is Samantha. Please leave a message. And I didn't realize it because I hadn't seen him in a while. He changed his, his phone number to a 520 number. So Uh-oh. that number goes back to New York. So some poor girl in like New Nor- York, New York, like upstate New York was getting calls from Tucson, Arizona about free pit bull puppies. Oh my gosh, you guys are such assholes. Well, we didn't know that was the end result. So anyways, we won round two. So Craig had just recently moved to Idaho, but he had a 520 number. So his number went on the south side. And me and Mike nailed him up like early in the morning, like a Saturday. And then 
we're down the south side. Let's have some good Mexican food for breakfast, right? Mm-hmm. We get down there, and probably ten minutes into being at the restaurant, like Craig just starts calling me endlessly, <laughs> like boom, 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 boom. So I called him back. I'm like, hey, what's up, bro? Some sort of emergency. He's like, he's all, what did you assholes do? You know, he like knew. <laughs> of course he he's knew. He's all, I know that you guys did something. Anybody who knows you and Michael would know And that. as we're having the conversation, I'm trying to blow it off. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. You can just hear the call waiting on his phone. Like, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> and the best part about this oh. is Craig's message, and he's had it forever because he's kind of a dick, is uh, he's all, you've reached the phone of Craig. He's all. For English, press one. For any other language, <laughs> hang up and learn English. Oh my God. And we literally put on there, Seattle is fine, y'all. Wow. And Craig said after it was all said and done, we went to go take them down. We ate our food and then we went to go take them down. And all the signs were already ripped down because mm-hmm. people were pissed, I guess. Um, yeah, it's fuck, of course. But Craig was like, dude, I had like 147 like calls and like messages. messages. He got blown up in like an hour and a half. So, the practical joke worked out fantastic. I still say you guys are dicks. I mean, funny. But, Just watch out if we have a little too much time on our hands. I know. Oh my gosh. But I don't, the only part I don't like about it is like free pit bull. If you put like free pizza, I would have been fine. The yeah, pit bull puppy thing I don't like. Free pizza is like no one's going to go and get old pizza for you or anything. I don't know. You never know. Anyways. If you ever do anything like that to me or Jenna. I would never do that. I'm not going to jam you up. How many times do you think you said like in that story? Probably a hundred. No, not that many. (laughs) You're not aware of it, huh? No, I am. I wonder if I... When you talk about it, though, I feel like... It puts it in your brain. You say it more. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I'm a jerk. But I can't... Now I can't... I can't unnotice it. It's all I notice now. So I mean, it's a great practical joke. Great practical joke. Oh, why do we, oh, I was like, how do we get on this? Phone numbers. Yep. And remembering them. I don't have any phone number stories. I just know my own home phone number from Chicago. Right so, on. Right on. Right on. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Justin Long. I've said that before, but I have been listening on my morning walks. I mean, what an enjoyable podcast for anyone who's looking for something non-true crime it is it it's happy it's a happy light they they both tell great stories they speak really well they're really funny and it's about nothing i mean they they don't say like all the time they don't say like all the time who is it justin long and And his brother christian is do we know him from anything no his brother's not famous okay yeah well neither is justin long (laughs) yes he is i mean come on he's been in a ton of stuff he's in actually one of my favorite scary movies jeepers creepers and he's in the new goosebumps which i have been watching and i loved those books rl stein as a kid the tv show can't possibly live up to that falling pretty short no i mean not falling short it's different um there's there's no way no matter what they did there's no way it could compare to that to the to the books uh but i do love justin long and he's in it and it's fascinating to see those like childhood books that i read come to life you know too bad it's not better yeah but it's not bad uh that 
I don't know where I was going with that. Just I like Justin Long's podcast. I was listening to it this morning, and they're just telling. Yeah, you kind of like went off topic. There. Yeah, I did go off topic. Listen I don't... to John, Justin Long's podcast, yeah, but if it's you not like it. But he his regular episodes are interviewing celebrities. Which, sorry to anyone who would Is be offended by this, but like, I'm it's so overdone to me. I'm like ce- celebrities interviewing celebrities. Eh, I've heard it. You know, Joe and Oliver did that. I loved the way they did it. Dak Shepard does that, Rogan, you know, like that's everybody. So I'm over that. It is, I only listen to his bonus episodes, which he calls Life is Shorter in parentheses. So like Life is Shorter. Those are his bonus episodes where they just really, they shoot the shit. They read letters from listeners and they get some really long, like nice letters. And then they ask everyone who writes or calls in to, to give them a would you rather and uh, and they get some really interesting would you rather's, and then they talk about them on the show. I'm I'm like immediately regretting saying that because I wish I had an example of a great one that I heard today. I heard a few. Yeah, that would have been nice. One of them was like, "Would you rather eat a delicious steak sandwich with all of your toenail clippings on it, or oh, I remember it, or would you rather eat uh, bull balls like what, what, Rocky Mountain oysters? Is that what they call them? Yeah, dipped in." Ugh, it was like dipped in like sweat or something, something gross. Yeah, both of those, none of them. Right, <laughs> but I mean? that's not an option. Well, yes, it is. Say no. No, just say see, no to that's pool why balls. We couldn't, that's why we couldn't play the game because that's not an option. The whole fun of the game is you have to like talk it out and figure out, oh, kind of this and this. And then Justin was saying, I mean, if it was my toenails, I might be able to yeah, deal with so, it. Yeah, but they're so like sharp and oh, jagged, like exactly. you're cutting your throat. You're all least they're mine. Right, but. Bull balls and sweat. I don't. Is maybe it, it wasn't. Sweat? Maybe it wasn't sweat. Maybe it was just bull balls. I can't really remember. Uh, but it's super interesting. If anybody, I mean, I don't want to steal their shtick, but I. But those are great conversation starters. So if anybody has any interesting, would you rather? That's how you meet people. You're just like, hey, would you rather <laughs> eat a steak sandwich with your toenails on it or bull balls and bull no, sweat? It's, it it just it is interesting and and you know they run the gamut. They get ones from listeners from all different types. Um, okay. I have one more thing that I found online that I wanted to talk about before we do some trivia. And then I know we have to wrap it up because your pregame game is going to be on. I don't need to see the pregame. I just need to see the first pitch. Okay, good. Oh, there it goes. Indiana. So I'm going to let her outside. Hold on one second. Okay. And then when he gets back, I found these two posts. Um, and it says, one of them is a list that's been going viral compiled by women um, of places that they would refuse to go on a first date. And then to follow that up, there's a list of places that women would find acceptable for a first date. And I want to see if Mark can guess which list it comes from. Okay, are you ready? I feel like I missed so, something. You did. So I have two lists. One okay. of them is a list compiled by a bunch of women across social media of places that they deem unacceptable for a first date like if their first date with somebody if they said they're taking them to these places they'd be like no hell no or they would be unhappy to go and then there's also a list of places that women that this a group of women have put together that they think are acceptable places for a first date like the best ones are just acceptables um acceptable or slash good places for a first date. okay so i'm gonna read you one can i tell you the bad ones can I say some of the bad ones? Maybe, possibly. Okay, sure. Let's do it that like way. Like any kind of sports game. Um, 
that's actually not on here, but that's that's what not a, on the bad ones. What about the zoo? <laughs> um, the zoo is not on the bad ones. That would be a bad one for me. Well, yeah, I was going off of. A lot of them are different specific restaurants. Well, think which like city do we live in? Is it here? No, they're chain restaurants. Oh, okay. Okay, so yeah, it's give like me McDonald's. A few. Well, yes. Wendy's, okay. Taco Bell. Okay, not fast food though. Keep going. Not fast food. Not fast food like Applebee's? Applebee's is number two on the list. Cheesecake Factory is number one. Cheesecake Factory is the worst place. No offense. Chili's, Chipotle, Olive Garden. Those are the top well, five. Well, Chipotle's fast food. Yeah, okay, fine. It's like fine Mexican dining. <laughs> oh, it says, you know what? I'm sorry. Number eight says any fast food chain. So okay. th- there, you, there go. you go. I hop Denny's red lobster wing stop Buffalo wild wings. I mean, those are all like village in duh. Um, the gym. Do you think that's a good first date or a bad first date? Like what the, yeah, I, I it doesn't even make sense to me. Okay. Like you're both like workout nuts. We're like, let's go get real sweaty and look <laughs> terrible. You know, it's like, let's do that. Um, okay. Let's see. Uh, the pier, a pier, if you live somewhere where there's a pier, Go good on. or bad? I mean, it seems like it's kind of nice. It's the ocean. You're correct. That is a good one. Uh, church or temple? Never. Good. That's a bad one. Um, Even if you are like like very religious, it's still a weird place. You're all, so where did you meet? Shh, shh. Be quiet. Yeah, no, that's a terrible first date. What I just realized, though, is some of the ones that are on terrible first dates are also on good first dates, like, and that's just got to be um, personality. So this is an activity where you, I was going to try and make it trivia, but I'm not, bowling. It's on the places that are acceptable and places that are bad. For me, medium. I mean, like, I do it, but I don't want to put on bowling shoes. I never do. Well, you're just particular about it. But yeah. yeah, I mean, it's kind of like a... It's kind it's of fun. It could be fun. It could be kind of fun. There are some like pretty, now I'm hearing myself say like all the time. God damn it. There are some pretty uh, upscale bowling alleys nowadays, you know, that have like craft cocktails and dim lighting and. Yeah, it's uh, a bowling, you know. It's still bowling, yeah. Um, so let's say some more bad ones and good ones. A picnic. What's wrong with a picnic? Well, for you, that's a good one. For me, that's a good one. And same with most of the women who made and, this list. Unless the food in the basket is Wendy's. <laughs> okay, that's true. Or think about, uh, remember on Desperate Housewives, Gabby went on a date and the guy made a picnic and she was like, this is awful. I don't want like all these bugs. I'm sitting on the ground. You know what I mean? Some people, some women might want to be taken to a proper restaurant yeah, for a first fair. date. Where's some of the places you've taken a date on a first date? Let's see, Taco Bell, <laughs> the home of the Whopper. I mean, Come that's always on. a good one. You're like, hey, here you go. Seriously, do you even remember any of your first dates? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, there was like the Bluefin or something. It was a nice like seafood restaurant here. I mean, I always do something nice, you know? Okay. Like, I'm not doing something stupid like that, you know? <laughs> I don't know. We didn't really Like, have there's a- like first dates like going hiking and shit like that, you know, where you'd have like a lunch, you know? Yeah, I like that. We didn't really have. I mean, that's that's not really like a gym. Like the gym just seems weird. You're like going. No, gym is pump out some sets and we'll keep pushing it, pushing it. No, gym is totally different than going hiking and having a picnic for sure. Uh, Nightclub. 
Yeah, kind of a weird first date. Okay. Unless you like, it happens to turn like, it like, turns into your first date because you like. Oh, meet you him at meet the, at a nightclub. Yeah, like you meet at a bar or something. But I guess you're still like that's not really your first date. You're gonna no. go out and do it. No. Uh, I mean, that's like I mean, meeting at the bar for drinks, having some drinks. Well, it says a bar just for drinks is on the bad list. But I disagree with that. I think like a, a wine bar or something where there's no commitment to have to stay and eat dinner and we could just get a small appetizer and a drink is a great first date. They have sports events as a not good first date either. But look, if somebody had like floor seats at a Lakers game that they wanted to take me to, great first date. That's I'm a little there. bit different. It's like, hey, it just happens to have, I have uh, tickets to the Super Bowl. You want to go? It's like right. kind of a different event. You're like... <laughs> Hey, do That's you want to see the That's the true. fucky wuckies from whatever? <laughs> what? Yeah, I mean, I just the way like your whatever brain works. A drive-in movie. That would be cool if any existed, but there were. I went to the drive-in movie a bunch of times in Atlanta. None. Well, they don't have any here. Oh, it's so sad. It's really a fun, fun thing. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, like sit in your car. See, and now this is a good one. Ferris wheel. Not no, not to me. Mm-mm. Why? Because the claustrophobia and heights. Well, claustrophobia really wouldn't work for a Ferris wheel. Well, I mean, it depends on. Yeah, I guess you're in like a little cage-ish kind of a thing. You know what I take? Well, I mean, like it's a carnival though. Like the fair, that's different. That's a fun first date to well, me. Well, yeah, but there's like, is there just like one carnival wheel sitting in the middle of nowhere? No, like, I, let's go to the carnival wheel. Okay, a carnival I like. Well, I see what you're saying. A f- is there just a Ferris wheel sitting out in the middle of any of like by itself? Yeah, like we're going just to this one. There's territory. generally like other okay. Little so rides. in Atlanta, there is you go in these. They're fully enclosed, like capsules, like yeah. a bubble, and it, there is no f- fair or carnival. It's just the Ferris wheel. It's like downtown near Olympic Park in Atlanta, and it's huge. And it's a huge tourist attraction, and I did go in that. Well, and it's I, like the one in London, too. I was a little claustrophobic. I guess I also a little bit don't, I'm not scared of heights, but don't really want to like be dangling in the air by, a, you know, a thing. Yeah, that makes sense. Like I said, you'd have to just kind of feel someone out like that. Yeah, I guess that's What about true. like a hot air balloon ride? I mean, that would, I don't know because I've never been on a hot air balloon. I feel like that would be, I'd like it because that's clearly a lot of thought and money has gone into that. Not that a lot of money needs to go into a first date, but they've taken time and effort I feel to like, plan that. I feel like that's also like more of like a, like, like, a like, later like, date. <laughs> yeah. Until you know the person like, what if I'm terrified of heights? Yeah. Plus Mike has done it before. A oh yeah. Times. Mike and Jenna, Michael and Jenna did it. But even then Mike, one time he was, he said it was the best because it was just them in a smaller basket with the dude. And you know, all those balloon rides, they're all racing. Like they're not just taking you up for fun. Like, they're in a race. No. Yes, they are. Okay, we're going to have to look up that for the next lookup list. All hot air balloon rides are in a race? Pretty much. They're trying to, like, get to somewhere. What about the people who are just taking people for a romantic date? And they're going to go up and come back in the same spot. You have to have a chase. They don't, you're never in the same spot. You're like controlled by the wind. It's not like it has like a propeller on it. Like you literally go up and wherever the wind takes you, that's where you're kind of aiming for. Huh. We're going to have to look more into that because I don't actually know. But Mike said, you know, they get it and the guy like landed in the spot all perfect, like won the race. And then he got out and played Bomb a Breeze by Jimmy Buffett when he was all done. Mike was like, Uh, yeah, yeah, Michael loved that. Um, yeah, I don't know how I feel about a hot air balloon. Okay, enough dates. 
enough dates. Let's have some. Should we have some Halloween? We haven't done anything Halloween this episode. And it's yeah, a Halloween it was, special. What the hell? Well, let me start by asking you one more question. Have you ever experienced, don't lie. Halloween? Yes. <laughs> a haunted moment. Like, have you ever, ever ever experienced something that was like, you thought it was haunted? A, a ghost, something moved that shouldn't have moved on its own. You know what I'm trying to say. No, nothing like that. I mean, I okay. guess when I was a kid, I like I creeped out. I'm like, it's dark and I think something's down the hallway, but that's not, that's not a haunted no. moment. I've never seen like my cup fly across the room and be like, holy shit. Cause if that happened, I would just leave the house, burn the house down and never come back. You know? <laughs> okay. I'm uh, not going to try to explain it away. I'm like, well, maybe it's just like a new reasonable spirit. I'm like, I'm fucking out. What's, uh, I would not, I would definitely hang out. What's the s- most haunted place you've ever been? Or if there is one. I don't know. I really couldn't tell you. I don't think I've really purposely gone to anywhere really haunted. Ugh. How are we even I mean, I guess like the Gatson Hotel down in uh, Douglas is is supposed to be haunted. And we actually were. Oh, that was weird. Yeah. Let me tell you this story. So we were (laughs) down there doing a job. All of us electricians. Mm -hmm. And it was just me and Peter for a while. And then we got like four more guys to come, four or five more guys to come help us. And so we were staying at like the Motel 6 because it was like cheap and it was reasonable. But we went to the Gats and we asked them how much it was. And they're like, where are you staying? They're like, we'll match the price. And we're like, well, why don't we stay here? It's got a restaurant, like a bar. Be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So anyways, we all get there and they give us little microwaves to put in the room and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. so everybody's like in there, little, you know, after work. So get make a little frozen burrito or something before dinner. Mm-hmm. And everybody turns it on. And we just like blew the circuits out because the, the hotel hasn't been remodeled since... There was a fire, I think, in like, it was built in the 20s or 30s, and there was a fire in the 50s, and then they like fixed it up, but it hasn't been updated since then. So, mm-hmm. you know, the power was meant for a couple lights. Not a bunch of microwaves. Yeah, not, a, not a ceiling fan, anything, right. just like a couple lights that near the bed. So we like blew out the circuit. So we were looking around. They have like really old electrical panels with like fuses and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we got to go down in the basement and all that stuff because we're trying to figure out how to untrip what yeah. happened and one dude was like filming down there and you could see like a light so it was kind of weird and we're like maybe it's the other guy's flashlight from his phone but you could tell it wasn't so it's was kind of creepy and it was a ghost possibly but it was weird like you go down there and there was a stairwell that just went to nothing like it wasn't like it was walled off after the fact it's mm-hmm. just a stairwell that goes to up weird. to a wall that's like solid you can tell it's never messed with and like the maintenance man's area, like mm-hmm. the facilities guy, I guess. It was like a room and the light was on and you're like, okay, someone works in here. But all the papers were all like yellowed. Like it was just frozen in time. Cool. Like the guy left 30 years ago and never t- no one's ever no touched one ever it. No one ever came back. Cool. Yeah. So it was kind of like a creepy area, that, creepy vibe. Yeah. Everybody kind of got something different. That's but I your think creepy that's, story. I think that's probably the creepiest one. Yeah. That sounds interesting. I was going to say our um, when we went to Bisbee. And we stayed at, I can't remember the name of the place, but it's supposed to be haunted. Nothing haunted happened, but it's supposed to be haunted. Uh, we stay at the Queen Mary? No, the other one, Copper. Oh, the Copper Queen. Yeah, the Copper Queen. No, I don't think the Copper Queen. Oh, yeah, because it has all the rooms, right? Because mm-hmm. we stayed at John Wayne, and I think there's like the doll room mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And then, other than that, I'd say Savannah. I went on a ghost tour in Savannah. And Savannah, I didn't see anything haunted there either. I was disappointed. But it is supposed to be one of the most haunted places. But you never had any creepy stuff happening. No, unfortunately. There is this one hotel that has like some of the most or has one of the highest reports of haunted experiences. Uh, I think it's 
called the the Kehoe Hotel in Savannah. I really want to stay there one day. But do you think most of the interactions are just because people are like, it's going to happen. So anytime like someone drops their wallet in the next room, they're like, oh, it's a ghost. Mm, I don't know. I like to think no. I like to think they're real haunted experiences. I'll stay away from them. Okay. Would you want to do some Halloween movie trivia? Let's do it. Okay. In the 1978 horror classic, Halloween, what is the name of the antagonist? Antagonist is the bad person. Oh, it's Michael Voorhees? Is that right? Michael Myers? Michael Myers. Yeah, I knew Michael that. Ma- I don't know why I said that. Yeah. <laughs> and he was portrayed by Nick Castle and Tony Moran. Two different actors. Do you know who his face is casted by? Yes, I do. It is William Shatner. That's correct. Mm-hmm. You're- Bam, trivia you up. Yeah, but I got it right. <laughs> yeah, you did. I was just wrong. Okay. What, what is it, Voorhees from anyway? It's from, that's Jason, I think. Okay. Yeah. What is the name of the fictional town where most everything in the movie Hocus Pocus takes place? I could never tell you that. I don't think I've ever seen the movie. What? Is it called Magical Land? You've never seen the first Hocus Pocus? Let's stay off the subject. I, that's what we're watching after the baseball game tonight. Uh, okay. Okay. It's Salem, Massachusetts, but that's fictional. I guess it's Salem. Where's like, I thought that was a real place. Salem, Massachusetts. No. Okay. It's Salem. Somewhere in the well, South. Well, there's an Oregon. There's a Salem, Oregon. I think that's, that's the, like, that's the. But I thought there was an East Coast Salem. <laughs> if somebody knows, please let us know. Uh, these are really hard. What was the year the classic horror film Psycho, directed by blank, was released? So that's a two-parter. What year was it released? Well, Psycho was by Alfred Hitchcock. Good. You got that second part. And Psycho was in 1958? Close. 1960. Damn it. Very close. I didn't know this one, and this is another great scary movie. Who directed the 1982 Supernatural horror film Poltergeist. I I wouldn't know this. Steven Spielberg. Just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good guess though. T- Toby Hooper. Yeah, I didn't I know, don't know that. that. Um it's creepy ass movie though. You know, I was watching Poltergeist as a kid on the the console Sony te- television mm-hmm. that sh- the girls up against the static one. Mhm. You were watching Poltergeist on that uh, same on TV? On that same TV. My parents about like you or something. Old. Yeah, I am old. <laughs> well, I, was, I was not that old. It was just an old TV. Sure. But I was all, this is creepy. That is creepy. But I touched the, the thing and nothing ever happened. So <laughs> You didn't get sucked into the TV. No. <laughs> uh, in the movie Beetlejuice, what do you have to say three times to summon the character? Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Yes, correct. Who played Beetlejuice? Michael Keaton. Yes. Which actor played the role of Dr. Hannibal Lecter in Silence of the Lambs? That's Anthony Hopkins. Very good. Sir Anthony Hopkins, actually. Sir. Mm-hmm. This is such a good one. You're going to be mad at yourself for not knowing it. What is the name of the hotel where the events of The Shining take place? Ooh, I should know that. I know. It's the Snowy Creepy Inn. <laughs> That's what it's called. 
I could probably think of it, but just what is it? The Overlook Hotel. Oh. Okay, last one. What is the name, or what? how do they refer to the cursed videotape in the horror film The Ring? Don't. A blockbuster movie? <laughs> <laughs> no. What do they call? Oh. Yeah, like how do they refer to it? What do they call it? Like when they're like talking. I just said like 18 times. Ugh. When they're talking about the cursed I know videotape. it's seven days later or something like That's that. That's right. That's I believe that is correct. They just call it the ring. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's all I got. What was your favorite Halloween costume you ever dressed up as? My favorite one? Mm-hmm. Like as a kid and everything? I mean, sure, or an adult, I guess. Not, No, not an adult, because you're always the same thing as an adult. No, I was Braveheart one year. No, and then okay, I played Curly right. Bill from Tombstone quite right. a bit. Quite a bit. I, I like to say play him. Like, well, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm a method actor, too. I get real crazy. <laughs> okay, what, what, as a kid, what were you? I don't know. It was a bunch of different things. Okay. Probably like Spider-Man or Superman or some shit like that. Hmm. I don't really remember. Fine. Gosh, it just hit me that I never put out on a bonus episode for Jane, who's one of our most wonderful, all of our listeners are wonderful, one of our very um, engaged and active listeners. She's always suggesting amazing cases that I actually often do. She asked me so long ago, what does a producer do? What does an executive producer do? I've been asking myself that the same question, Jane. (laughs) (laughs) Ha 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 ha. I'm going to answer it real quick right now. Uh, Because I didn't know, you know, me, Jenna and my... You don't know what you do? No. (laughs) Jenna and my dad uh, was a TV commercial producer for most of our lives until we moved to Arizona. And I really never knew what that meant. I really never knew what he did. And I even went on like take your kid to work day. And all I knew is he had a really cool office with a bunch of like weird props in it. And, you know, I, I knew he made TV commercials. He made Flintstones Vitamins, um, Wonder Bread... Marlboro, Marlboro commercials. Did you guys get free cigarettes as a kid because of that? I bet he did because we got a lot of Flintstones vitamins, that's for sure. So, yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, And that's what he smoked, Marlboro Reds. Um, So, but I never fully understood it until, and I have told the story, I think, of how I got into being a producer. I'm not going to tell that story now because it's longer. But I started off as just kind of an like an assistant, an intern almost, uh, for Anna Ferris's podcast, Unqualified, and doing social media, you know, helping to come up with questions for guests or content for certain episodes. And then as I saw how the whole process worked, the recordings and this, you know, what you do to prepare for the recordings and whatnot, and then started working on Joe and Oliver's podcast. And then, uh, basically took over running Joe and Oliver's podcast by myself. Like I would be on the recordings by myself. I would help with book the guests, create a prep packet of information for Joe and Oliver on every guest. Um, give Josh, our amazing editor notes on like, we should probably cut this out, cut that out. I handled all the social media, making social media clips. Um, a producer, so I'm talking in terms of podcast right now. A podcast producer can be, it can be, it can run the gamut from like doing everything, social media, making social media clips, uh, even sometimes editing the audio, which is generally an audio editor. But as a producer, you have to 
kind of know how to do every single thing that that brings together this project so you have a final product, so you have a final episode every week. And that's, I guess, the best way to describe a producer in the sense of a podcast. And it is similar to movies and TV is that you you are managing and making sure that all the moving pieces move in a way that gets you to the finish line, whether that be one podcast episode, one TV show episode, one whole movie, one scene in a movie. Um, you're, you're kind of the glue that holds it all together and, and you have to wear a bunch of different hats. Um, you don't even own any hats. <laughs> and, and also producers produce, which sounds super obvious, but at least in film and TV, whereas executive producers are often the money people or the, the stars of the show or movie. You know, if you are starring in a movie, generally you also get the title executive producer because you have some input and say on things. And then a lot of times executive producers are people who just threw money at the movie because they want their name on it and they want to have like a, you know, a little, a little credit, a little stake in it. Um, but just producer, regular producers, and I, this didn't hit me until I was probably working at my most recent company that producers, you have to not only make sure that things that are already in existence, uh, work and come together to create a finished product, but you have to find new things, find new movie scripts, find, come up with new ideas for podcasts, come up with new ideas for TV series. It's a, it's, that is at least at the company that I recently worked at, that was also a big part of it is, is having the innovation and being able to think, huh, this would be a really successful podcast, or we should turn this podcast into a TV series. You know what I mean? Like having that foresight and, and kind of understanding of, of what works and what doesn't or what works right now and um, and trying to produce more content. Well, it's like what your dad says. Like, what would you used to do, you know, when you're producing um, TV commercials? TV commercials. Uh-huh. And he's like, it's everything. He's all, it's logistics. He's all, I was, you know, we're, we want to go shoot the sunset with the Marlboro Man on this horse. Well, I got to yeah. find the ranch. I got to find the horse. I got to find the guy. I got to yep. find, you know, what time we're going to do it. Go with the director. Yep. Everything and it's everything. Do all that. Yeah, it's everything. So I mean, for a, a TV show or a movie, it's certainly different than a podcast. But it is, and I've worked on podcasts where all I literally did was be on the recording and say, you know, I think we should cut this, this, and this. And then I've also done it to the other extent where you, I'm I'm editing the podcast, I'm making the social media clips, I'm coming up with the content for the episode, like everything. I guess Death by Southwest is a good example of that, although I'm not doing a great job with the social media. But uh, I've talked to a couple of producers we're going to bring in. (laughs) (laughs) So it's it's a job that I have found is never boring, but it is a job that I think a lot of people hear like, oh, you're a producer. And they're like, what does that mean? You know, it's uh, it's an everything job. I hope that answered the question okay, because now I hear Henry barking, and I do feel bad that Jane asked that a while ago, and I have been meaning to answer it. Now you're catching up. Catching up. I actually thought about doing an episode by myself where I go through all of my Instagram messages and just maybe don't read them out loud, but skim them and then respond to each person in the in an, in audio form like like this. That is, I feel like I could do that. I could sit down, 
take the time, go through them and just tell everybody, hey, I'm going to respond to you, but you're going to have to listen to the bonus episode because I'm not willing to type it all out. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that might be kind of rude, but I don't know. I might try it. We'll see. Um, Maybe you should ask your listeners if they would tell us what their favorite costume was or their most unique costume or the craziest ones you've ever seen. I already posted something on on Facebook, on Instagram earlier uh, saying, you know, we're recording a a bonus episode tonight and asking people to say your favorite, um, you know, Halloween movies, Halloween candy, this, that, or the other thing. We only got one person. Tony replied and said, favorite Halloween movie is Jeepers Creepers 2. Um, and one of the best horror or as a kid and the best horror film as an adult is Oat. O-A-T. I've never heard of that. No. And favorite Halloween candy is any of the Mexican spicy candies. Yum. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we didn't get any other responses. People are probably mad because I haven't responded to anyone on Instagram in so long and I've been promising forever. What the heck? And I haven't really posted anything. I'm, d- I'm telling you, I'm doing the best I can. And after Belize, I'm going to be better because I'm not going to be killing myself with the workouts so much. It's not a good excuse, but... All right, Henry's telling us to wrap it up. I'm not editing this, so I'm sorry for anyone who listened. All the deep sighing that I'm doing and all the likes that Mark says, I'm apologizing for that. What about that heavy breathing? (sighs) Yeah, don't do that. It's so terrible to hear in your ears, don't you think? I'm not going to even do it. Uh, Okay, well, happy Halloween, everyone. This wasn't very Halloween-y, but... Thank you for listening and thank you for bearing with us um, or with me with not being very reliable with the schedule. I am trying to um, to be better about it. And please leave us voicemails. Jane, I feel like we should call it Jane's voicemail line. She's the only one who leaves us voicemails. We would love to hear your anything. Send us a voice. Leave us a voicemail saying anything under the sun and questions and stuff that we can answer on the podcast is great. So our number is unless you're actually involved in a crime and something's happening to you, please hang up and call 911. <laughs> okay. Our number is 520-302-5253. That's my phone number. You can leave us a voicemail there or send us an email at death by Southwest, Death X Southwest at Gmail. And you know you can DM us, but there's a good chance I might not answer you. <laughs> Anyways, uh-huh. happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Everybody have a safe and wonderful Halloween and stay tuned for the actual episode, which will come out as soon as I can finish editing it today. And uh, go D backs. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> and if you're a Texas fan, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.